0: My baby has colic. Oh, you poor unfortunate soul. <laughs> fucking preach. God damn! Ugh. Dude, nothing works. Nothing. I know. I've had it with a kid. I, I actually had it too when I was little. Did you? <laughs> yeah, my poor mom. Bless her fucking soul. Ugh, I guess. And then my first baby was super colic. It sucked. My first baby was super easy. This one is a goddamn colicky mess. And everyone's like, at first I was like, I don't know why she hates me suddenly. Because it was just been like the past week or something. Ugh. And everyone's like, oh, is it at a certain time? And it just starts every and, day. Yeah, every day. and doesn't go away and nothing can help. And I'm like, yeah. And they're like, that's colic. I'm like, mother Yeah. With my oldest, it was like from 7 o'clock at night to like almost 2 o'clock in the morning or something ridiculous. Oh, I, God. Oh. And I didn't know what I was doing. It was my first fucking baby man so i would try everything oh there she goes and so if you can hear that <laughs> throughout the whole goddamn episode because we are in her witching hour right now <laughs> <laughs> oh funny. god but i feel for you man that sucks is that your goddamn no Ooh. no it is not all right Aaron. well let me hear your goddamn well, yeah. my goddamn is that I went to Tucson, Arizona just last weekend, uh-huh. and my sweet, precious baby boy, who's fucking two and a half years old, has never really been the adventurous type, and so he's never once climbed out of his crib or anything. Oh, God. And he, we put him in a pack and play to take a nap, and we put him in my mother-in-law's boyfriend's <laughs> man cave. <laughs> Because it has blackout curtains and we're like, all right, cool. Let's put him in there. That'll be perfect. He'll just sleep forever. Yeah, we put it in the center of the room so he can't grab anything and he's never once climbed out. Oh, God. And then I hear giggling in the living room and I go in there and I'm like, what the fuck is this? Oh, no. Little guy's out. He escaped. He escaped. He fucking broke out. Oh, yeah. And I went into the man cave and I look in his pack and play (laughs) and there are three coronas <gasps> mother of the year award <laughs> fucking preach a playstation remote and some headphones and i was like are you fucking kidding this me? kid first of all is my spirit animal like yeah. those are all my favorite things right. everyone's like where'd he learn this i'm like i don't know uh, i don't know where he <laughs> got this idea from yeah let's booze and play video games right he almost got the bourbon off the shelf oh shit everything was closed yeah of everything course. was well, fucking unopened and also he was putting it back into the pack and play which he could then no longer get into <laughs> so he was keeping it safe from himself he was yeah he was just you know fucking piling everything up in there huh yeah like uh, this goes here yeah your kid yeah. has this weird obsession with like categorizing crap he does he, like he puts things in places <laughs> he organizes stuff yeah yeah, yeah it's weird <laughs> <Is> it? <laughs> well I mean in my house it is my kids just like here's a toy and then he fucking when he's done with it he just stands up and walks away and that toy lives there forever uh, and then if you're like let's play a game where you have to like line up all the cards he thinks it's really funny to just like shuffle his feet through them and you're like hey you're in a <laughs> my kid is like let's play cars and I'm like okay and then he gets his cars and he lines them all up and then he goes one two and he counts them all and he tells me their colors and I'm like good job bud this is a fun game yeah <laughs> and he's like there's so many <laughs> like, yeah That's there cute. are there's so many there's three (laughs) (laughs) hey he gets all the way up to like 17 damn get it kid i know he's so smart oh give him a fucking complex and make him terrified to ever come out of it and keep him in a crib for the rest of his goddamn life because the moment you go to a toddler bed fucking shit gets real right He At climbed least, out the other night and my brother goes, "So, do you like, do they sell lids for them?" <laughs> it's like, "No, Matt, they don't." <laughs> I think we just started a new business. <laughs> right. No, they do. They sell like little nets that go over it. Oh my god. Did you know, you know those like <laughs> It's those nets that go over food so that, like, flies don't land on it. Yeah. At, like, a picnic. Yeah. They make those for cribs. Ugh. And so you could put it on so they can't climb out. It's ridiculous. So they can stand up. Oh, my God. That's so funny. <laughs> oh, shit. I never even thought of that. Lee and I were just like, well, he's a big kid now. Give him a toddler bed. And we fucking hate our lives every night now because of it. Yeah. That sounds like a nightmare. Ugh. I have to, like, fucking borderline, like, uh, uh, what's it called false imprisonment shit <laughs> with my kid like borderline lock his ass in there and threaten him deeply like i will take away all your fucking stars you earned <laughs> and i'm bribing him stay in bed and in the morning i'll give you five gummy bears whoa he never listens he's like i don't want gummy bears i'm like you're just a dick i bargain with my kid i'm like all right you can take this truck in there but you got to go to bed and he's like leave the light on i'm like no fuck you it's lights out It's prison rules in here <laughs> i said lights out yeah. Oh, man. All right, Stacey, what's your goddamn? Oh, okay, so my goddamn, I'm so excited about, but the she shed got electricity. Ooh. It's electric. Oh, I was on the wrong song. Pookie, <laughs> <laughs> <boogie, boogie>, <laughs> Oh, my God, that reminds me that my three-year-old learned that song. Shock me like an electric eel. <laughs> Did he really? Yeah, um, and then he'll go, baby girl (laughs) i fucking love it anyway yeah so the she shed aka headquarters aka murder shed aka fucking whatever we want to call it where we're going to be podcasting yeah snuff film headquarters yeah it's got fucking electricity oh my god i'm so excited i know it's got lights like you can flip on a switch and there's lights Oh. And there's plugs to plug shit in with. Oh, I'm so excited. I know. I'm so fucking excited. Shout out to our friend Nelson for doing that shit. <laughs> Hell yeah. Because he did it in like literally an hour and a half. He's just like, bam, there it is. Oh my Electricity. God. And Lee and I are like, those are a lot of big words you used. he's <laughs> he's so like, smart. Yeah, we're like trying to buy all the shit for it. And he's like, well, we need some of those fucking RW-12 compound bullshit, ballistics, motherfuckers. And we're like, wow. <laughs> you have bombs in your walls. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <gasps> anyway so we're one step closer to recording into in our fucking shed i am so excited which is kind of related to your goddamn because we've been waiting to record forever because the baby was screaming so loud yeah. <laughs> so we won't have that problem soon no we'll be in our own fucking quarantine little area we are one step closer yeah and then i'll be at your house so nobody can complain that my dogs or my kids or my coyotes are too loud <laughs> 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 uh oh shit. All right. Well, hey, let's talk about some murder while we're here. All right, let's do it. All right. And then let's talk about murder. Ew. Okay, this week I have a listener suggestion. Ooh, cuz I haven't on. done one of these in so long. I know, me either actually. I need to look at the list again. Uh okay, so every time I look at the list, I'm like, this one doesn't have enough information and it's too short. And then I look at another one, I'm like, this one's too fucking long. <laughs> this uh, one's just right. I don't have Yeah, it's like goddamn Goldilocks over here. Uh, This one's fucking long. (laughs) All right, let's do it. But I got sucked in because I watched some documentaries. Ooh. (laughs) So shout out to Mary Mateas. Or how do you say it, Aaron? I I always think it's Matias. Matias. Yeah. Aaron's a fancy ass bitch over here with names. So, (laughs) you know, whatever one it is. Shout out to Mary because she suggested that we cover the case of Anthony Sowell. Ooh. AKA. Give the, me that AKA. I was like, I didn't write it down. I'm pretty sure it's the Cleveland Strangler. Might be fucking, yeah, it's the Cleveland Strangler. I don't know why I fucking spazz on that. It's not even that hard of a, a, a nickname. <laughs> I mean, yeah. Did he strangle people? <laughs> yeah, he's from Cleveland and he strangled. Ooh, I was right. his M.O. All right. So a little bit about Anthony. Anthony was born August 19th, 1955, and he was raised in East Cleveland, Ohio. His father left when he was young, and his mother was left to raise seven kids on her own. Jesus. Motherfucking seven kids. That's too many kids. Way too many kids. Get this shit. I think that's the same amount of kids that your last person had. They're all having seven. Too many goddamn kids. Nobody wanted to use that fucking birth control. Prophylactics. <laughs> <laughs> y- y'all never heard of prophylactics? <laughs> oh, God. You sound know, like, like that fucking commercial about diabetes. <laughs> Prophylactic. <laughs> All right, so get this shit. You think that's insane? Anthony's sister also had seven kids. God damn. Yeah, and she got sick and unfortunately passed away. So Anthony's mom took in those seven kids. Also, there was fourteen kids. That's too many. That's so many kids at one time. So blessed, one of my kids had seven kids. Bless this lady's soul. Yeah, they're fucking procreating out there, motherfuckers. <laughs> procreating without prophylactics. <laughs> <laughs> Dear Lord, baby Jesus. So there's 14 kids in this house, one mom, no dad. I mean, some of those kids are adults, though, because they were old enough to be having seven fucking babies. Yeah. Yeah. But like, are they, though? (laughs) I mean, seven. You could put in some work early on. Yeah. And be like in your late 20s or for seven <laughs> yeah is no really like the moment you fucking get a period you're like let's just bang this shit out <laughs> and you'd still be like 30 oh my god okay so here's the thing though uh we're joking about this but like what if n- they didn't want seven kids because this shit is a rough story Ooh, okay like okay like rough okay so here we go Uh, let me just bring it down a minute jesus (laughs) Uh, (laughs) i like your jokes and everything but it's really insensitive (laughs) which is basically the mo of our podcast also i know right Mm, (laughs) how could i be insensitive (laughs) we're actually really nice (laughs) yeah right okay so by anthony's accounts he grew up in a very abusive household And it wasn't uncommon for his mother to, like, beat the children. Which, I mean, listen, I'm not about beating children. And what she did is actually pretty rough if what they say is true, which I'm pretty sure it is because he got fucked up. But, like, 14 kids? (laughs) I mean, 14 kids, you're real outnumbered. You lose respect. yeah. I'm going to put the fear of God in your ass. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so. Like we said, though, I'm a bargainer, so I'd just be like, listen, can you guys not burn the fucking house down and we can all just agree to live peacefully here? Yeah, (laughs) just like burn it down, but like not this one corner. And I'm just going to sit in it. I just need a space to sit. And don't touch the fire. Yeah. (laughs) It's hot. (laughs) Okay. So Anthony says that his mother would wake him up with beatings. Oh. You never wake up a sleeping child. No. Dear Lord, this... That's is... how I know you're lying. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we're going to have like delusional chuckles the whole time because we're both so tired and like high <laughs> on coffee. Right. Okay. On one account, one of Anthony's nieces claims that his mother forced her to strip naked in front of all the other children. Who Including her own children, Right. And they watched as the mother beat her with an electrical cord until she bled. Oh, fuck. Little intense. Yeah. When one of his nieces was 11 years old, Anthony himself began to molest her, which escalated to him raping her on a daily basis. Oh. Sorry, trigger warning of all of this shit. Yeah, apparently. <laughs> Heads up. Well, you did say there was a lot of child abuse. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Uh, When Anthony was 19, he decided that he needed to get the fuck out of this house and all the chaos and abuse and everything because it wasn't going in the right direction for him. (laughs) (laughs) It's not what I'm about. Yeah. And so he joined the Marines. Okay. And he was enlisted in the Marines for seven years and he thrived actually in all the structure and the strict environment and all that shit. Yeah. I watched a handful of documentaries. One of them I will link because it's the one that I actually listened to like when I was researching, mm-hmm. but I just watched them out of curiosity. So I don't know if I'm pulling this from memory of one of those or from what I linked to. So forgive me. But I remember hearing in one of the documentaries that he did start to kind of lose it in the Marines. And I think he married somebody. Oh, okay. And she was basically trying to save him. Like, You know, he's going off the rails with like drinking and drugs and shit and he's going to get kicked out of the Marines. So I feel sorry for him. Like I want to fix up the bad boy kind of thing. Yeah. I didn't write that in my notes, but something happened in the Marines. He was enlisted for seven years and he was honorably discharged and then he moved back into his family home back in East Cleveland. So the same home that he was like abused in and shit, he moved back into. Okay. With some fucking skills and killing. Yeah. You're not wrong. (laughs) In 1989, Melvette Sockwell, who was three months pregnant, was having car issues outside of Anthony's home. And Anthony stepped up to offer her some help. Mm-hmm. He invited her inside the house so that she could use his phone. And once inside, he tied her up by the hands and feet using some rope and a belt. And then he gagged her with a rag. Fuck. And he proceeded to rape her and began to choke ah. her until she almost passed out. She claimed that his grip was so tight on her neck that her body had started to tingle. Oh, God. And I guess this was like while he was raping her, he would choke her. Oh, my God. But eventually he stopped raping her and fell asleep next to her and she was able to escape. Oh, that's so fucking scary. Oh, and she was three months pregnant. Ugh. Oh, that's awful. Oh. And she was just going in to use the phone. That's Ugh. my fucking nightmare. Oh my god, that's so sad. Okay, so she was able to escape and she goes straight to the police and Anthony was arrested and he pled guilty on a plea bargain to attempted rape and he was sentenced to 15 years in prison for that offense. Okay. So now, 2005, Anthony was released and he again went back to go live in his childhood home, <laughs> now as a better, more well-rounded, rehabilitated person. Oh, dear lord. Don't go back to that house, man. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, so when they released him, they made him register as a sex offender, but his DNA was never actually entered into the system. And obviously, without the structure of military or prison life, he began to spiral out of control again and drink heavily and partake in recreational drug use. Okay. Not doing so hot. Yeah. During this time in Cleveland, drugs started to become like rampant and no one did anything about it. Literally, everybody was addicted to drugs. So the people who would normally take care of the buildings and homes, like the landlords and apartment managers and shit, they were all addicted to drugs too. So they didn't give a fuck that like everything was just going to shit. Oh. So the whole like neighborhood of Cleveland like was deteriorating. Yeah. And people were leaving. They were literally just like abandoning their properties because they were like, I don't want to live in that environment. Exactly. Because everyone's on fucking drugs. That's scary. Because of this... It also wasn't rare for loved ones who were addicted to drugs to go missing for days or weeks at a time, right? Because yeah. they're on a bender. Well, shortly after Anthony was back in his childhood home, a lot of women started to go missing, mm-hmm. surprisingly. Okay, I'm about to name off a lot of people because there's a lot of things that happened and it was kind of hard to piece this story together in like a linear fashion, but just bear with me and let's have fun with it. Whoa. <sighs> Not fun with it. That is not what I meant. (laughs) You know what I mean. (laughs) Okay. In June 2007, Crystal Dozier, she went missing and her family reported her missing, which was good because remember I said it wasn't rare for people to go missing for weeks at a time. Yeah. Evidently, the family went to the police and the police didn't do much about it because they weren't that shocked that she was missing because she had a history of drug use. All of the women that I'm going to name off kind of had some sort of history or have done drugs Whatever, right? Like, the whole neighborhood was covered in drugs. And so the police never really acted fast on any of these missing persons reports, if families even reported them missing. Yeah. Her family did. And they had to, like, post their own flyers and shit and everything. Well, shortly after Crystal disappears, neighbors who lived in Anthony's neighborhood they started to complain of a really foul smell. Oh, no. Yeah, and health inspectors were called out because it was so bad. They're like, there's a goddamn sewer in this guy's apartment. Oh, God. Well, they assumed that the smell was coming from a convenience store that was across the street from Anthony's house. Yeah. And the owner of the store was basically ridiculed the owner recalls that Anthony would come in on a regular basis mm-hmm. to, like, purchase booze or fucking heavy-duty trash bags or whatever at his store, and he said every time he came in, he smelled so bad, and the owner of the store even smelled the smell every single day. Ugh. But for some reason, the neighborhood, like, pinned it on this convenience store, and they did everything they could to, like, figure out where the smell was coming from, but it wasn't them. Yeah. Right? So the neighborhood smelling. And then 2008, Tashauna Clover goes missing. And then August 2008, LaShonda Long goes missing. Again, in 2008, health inspectors were called out to Anthony's neighborhood due to the awful smell. And this time, the smell was blamed on a local business called Ray's Sausage. (laughs) And it was like, (laughs) sorry, (laughs) it was like right around the corner from Anthony's house as well. Yeah. Okay, so the owners of Ray's Sausage, they spent... Hundreds of thousands of dollars to repair their sewage system because they thought that that's what was causing the stench. But even after all of that, the stench still remained. Yeah. And we all know where I'm going with this, right? Yeah. So September 2008, Anthony meets Vanessa Gay on the street corner and he invites her over for a drink and to smoke. And as soon as she got inside, he punched her in the face and forced her to take off her clothes. No. He then raped her over and over again. She escaped also. And calls the police and reported the incident. But Vanessa wasn't taken seriously because she was in the throes of a drug addiction as well. Yeah. And so police just kind of like brushed her off to the side. So you're going to see a lot of patterns in this case. And the biggest ridicule part is that the police didn't do anything about it. So like I kind of mentioned that two people went missing in between this. Yeah. He's obviously doing the same thing to these people, but they're not surviving. Like they're not escaping. Oh my God. So then... There's two accounts so far of two women who were able to escape him who are saying, like, he's strangling me, he's raping me, I barely got out of the fucking house, and police aren't taking them seriously. Meanwhile, women are going missing... And either people aren't reporting them or police aren't tying it to Anthony or the same, you know, like, oh, these two accounts. Anthony was being blamed for these two accounts. They never looked into any of it. So the police are essentially letting this guy operate in this town. Exactly. That's fucking horrifying. It's terrifying. Okay, so now October 2008, Michelle Mason goes missing. He was fucking busy, all right? I guess. November 2008, Tonya Carmichael goes missing. But again, police never did anything. Her family had to post their own flyers and host their own candlelight vigils because the cops literally, like, they just took the report and then were like, bye. Yeah, we'll call you if we see her. Exactly. Oh, it's so fucked up. So the community is definitely, like, starting to not like the police very much and they're feeling like they're not really there to serve and protect them. Yeah, they're not being heard. Exactly. Like, it's so sad. And also, I'm pretty sure it's still like this today. Like, you know, the whole... The whole movement that's been happening recently to, like, Blue Lives Matter and all that shit. Oh, yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. A lot of this is related to that. This is just, like, early on. Oh. Like, that shit escalated from issues like this. Yeah. That makes sense. Yeah. For, because it's, like, one of the most – I forget how the documentary said it. I think one of the most marginalized populations in our country, it's, like, black drug-addicted women – yeah, And no one's doing anything about it. They're just like, ah, they're missing. Fuck, man. that's Super f- fucked up. You would think that the police would care, though, because I would think, I guess maybe hypothetically, a lot of the police would have come from that neighborhood or grown up in that neighborhood. Yeah, like that's your home. Yeah. Like if you're becoming a cop, it's because you want to do better, right? Yeah, yeah. Okay, I'm going to touch on that in a little bit. Okay. Because this, this documentary I watched, they talked to police officers about this. Ooh. Who were on the case. All right. So, December 2008, Gladys Wade is approached by Anthony at a convenience store, and Anthony attacked her and drags her back to his house, like, in the fucking open. She's not like, let me go back home with you. He drags her to his house. Ew. I know. Inside the house, he begins to strangle her, and she was fighting back and clawing at his face, and she was able to fight him off. She essentially jumped through a glass door to escape. Jesus. Right? And she got this deep gash in her hand from the attack and everything. Yeah. And so she starts crying for help. No one is like paying attention to her or anything. So she runs into a restaurant and the restaurant refused her because she's like all bloody and shit. That's a fucking perfect reason to not refuse her. To like help somebody? Yeah. Right? This is just giving you a picture of like what is going on in this neighborhood. Like people just don't want to be involved. Yeah. Okay. So the restaurant doesn't help her. So she runs back outside. She finds a cop car and she flags him down. Good. Yes. Yes. So two officers go over to Anthony's house and they see blood everywhere and obvious signs of a struggle, like it was snowing, the snow was all disturbed, there's blood on the steps, the door's broken, the glass door's broken, you know, like all of that shit, right? Yeah. So they arrest Anthony and they book him into jail. Book him, Lou. Gladys' case gets assigned to a sex crime worker unit. By the way, this worker gets, like, some, like, a really bad rep later, so there's, like, a whole fucking leg of the story you can go off on this one. But I didn't take her name down or anything, but... But she also wasn't the greatest? Also wasn't the greatest. All right. And that police officer accused Anthony of robbery, not of attempted rape, like, when it came to, like, pressing the charges. The fuck did he rob her vagina? (laughs) I don't know, man. Oh, wait. He robbed her of her dignity? Yeah, that's so sad. Or her fucking sense of security. I know. I don't even know what... How, like, maybe she left her purse or some shit in there. I don't remember. Yeah, it didn't sound like she got raped, right? Sounded like they were fighting still, maybe? Oh, it does say attempted rape. So he didn't actually rape her. Good. But I don't know why she went for attempted robbery. But I guess that's why this is all so controversial. Like, this fucking sex crime police unit officer lady person who didn't <laughs> go after attempted rape because... That could have changed the whole outcome of the future. Like, yeah, he would have been flagged for rape and in jail and that. (laughs) Yeah. Or yeah, exactly. Flagged for rape. Okay, so the reason that this police officer went after Anthony for robbery was due to insufficient evidence that he had actually attempted to rape her. That was the reasoning. Like she left there with her pants on. So you can't prove that he was trying to rape her. Like, what what do you mean? Like, at least go check on the dude, right? Yeah, yeah. Okay, so they release Anthony back into society and he continues to kill these women, obviously. Oh my god. So a social worker is assigned to Anthony who's supposed to go check on him regularly to make sure he's not doing anything shady. And I'm not sure if that's from this offense or from previous offense, but there's supposed to be social workers checking in on him, right? Yeah. A few days after his release from this latest offense, the social worker shows up at Anthony's house and somehow she doesn't notice the god-awful stench coming from his property. Okay, like how the fuck the whole neighborhood can smell it? Ugh. And she was like on the front porch. If not, I'm sure not in the house because of what I'm going to tell you next. But how does that get missed? Yeah. Okay. So Anthony's following victims all through because that was all of 2008. So here's his victims for 2009. Oh God. Kim Smith, Nancy Cobb's, Amelda Hunter, Janice Webb, Talisha Fortson and diane turner fuck man how many is this that's six in 2009 oh my god that's so sad in april 2009 another woman came forward and said that she was raped by anthony but a rape kit was never actually processed but another person another person escaped him and was like oh my god he's trying to rape me you think that they would put all three of these stories together and be like oh hey he's trying to rape people yeah this guy's tried to rape a bunch of people let's take someone seriously and his apartment smells like there's a body. Yeah, we should look. Ugh. I know. Just imagine being dragged to that apartment and it smells like no. a fucking dead body. I'm going to tell you so much worse that uh. you can imagine. That September, a routine sex offender checkup thing was done, right? Like the social worker came to check on him again. And that same day, LaTondra Billups was invited into Anthony's house to drink and get high. Again, once inside and after a few drinks, he hit LaTondra over like across the face and forced her to take off her clothes. Ugh. As he raped her, he wrapped an extension cord around her neck and tightened it until she couldn't breathe. He also sodomized these women, just for the record. Fucking awful. Yeah, right? But Latandra was able to escape also. Good. Yay, Latandra. Yay. She goes to the police and she reports that Anthony had raped and attempted to strangle her. And she told the police that she had actually left a pair of underwear at his house. Like, I can prove it. My undies are left upstairs. Yeah. No police ever went out to Anthony's house and oh her my case God. was passed to that sex crime workers unit, right? With that lady who went for robbery, not attempted rape. Yeah. And no one looks into or investigates anything for a month. And so he got rid of her underwear. No, 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 no. He's not even that fucking smart. Oh, God. October 20th, 2009, Sean Morris was abducted by Anthony and was being held prisoner in his home and she threw herself out of the top story window of Anthony's house. She's like, I'm going to fucking die. I need to get out of here. So she threw herself out of the top window. Jesus. She was butt naked and bleeding out of her mouth and nose. Oh, my God. Breathing, but barely. Like, she wasn't alert, not in good condition. And a bystander saw this. And he calls (gasps) 911. Fucking thank God. Right? Anthony comes running out of the house and he's naked as well. And he's like, yo, man, don't call 911. That's my girlfriend. We were just fucking. And we fell out like she fell out the window. No, no, that's not how that works. And also, advice, she's like, she's hurt. You should still call nine one one. Yeah, right. Like, even if you guys were like doing some consensual shit. Yeah, shit went wrong. Yes, <laughs> bad. Now we should talk to somebody about it. Yeah, and make sure make she sure might, she's okay. She might need medical attention. There, there might be like of she's fucking bleeding <laughs> out of her mouth. Yeah, <laughs> there might be like a fucking rib in her lung or some shit. Yeah. That's some internal shit. Yeah. So the bystander was like, yeah, I'm gonna go ahead and call 911. I'm not really buying your story. And so he actually sticks around until the paramedics come. Okay. They take her in to the hospital and Anthony comes with her. No. Yeah. And then he leaves the hospital and Sean was unconscious for three fucking days. Holy shit. Three days. When she came to, Anthony called her and threatened to kill her if she ever told the police what happened. Uh Uh-huh. And so terrified of his threats, she never actually reports him. Oh, my God. Right? On October 27th, so this is only, like, fucking seven days later, Latandra Billups' case finally moves forward. Remember how I said nothing happened for a whole month? Yeah. So it finally moves forward, and the police are able to obtain a search warrant to go into Anthony's house because her underwear were in there, right? So now yeah. we have probable cause. We're going to go look. Let's fucking see what's going on, right? Yeah. So the police arrive, and the smell coming from the home was so overwhelming that they barely got into the house when they came across a clearly decaying body in the house oh that shit was like on the living room floor just laying there not what even hidden the fuck? not even hidden what immediately the police had to stop because they're there for like a search warrant to prove rape like they're not there for a dead body and they have to call in different police like the investigators have to come in now right like don't fuck with the crime scene yeah. So they This secure- is above our pay grade. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> so they secure the property and they call in the investigators. And when they get there, they walked into the house and they found two dead bodies just laying on the living room floor out in the open. What? what? Like these women who were being drugged into his house, <gasps> that is like the first thing they were seeing was a dead body, decaying body. There's fucking pictures of it just laying there. Oh my God, how horrifying. And like some of them were kind of covered by trash bags. But they were decaying dead bodies. How is he living in this house? I don't know. Their bodies were like melting into the carpet. Oh, that's fucking gross. Oh my God. It was so bad. Oh God. Okay. So they find the two bodies laying in the living room. There was another body in another room like of the house. Mm -hmm. One in a crawl space of the house, which was covered with like a mound of dirt. Okay. Like he attempted to bury her, but, like it wasn't like he dug the hole. It's like the dirt was on top of the body, okay? And you're in a crawl space, yeah, it was it was weird. And it looked like it was kind of like in a wall, like they had to cut a wall away to see it. I don't know. it was really weird. These women had been dead for like a decent amount of time. Like over a year, some of them, right? Over a year. I told you, 2008 to 2009. Yeah. So I don't know. It's not clear to me like what order. I mean, I'm telling you the order that they disappeared in, but I don't know whose body was where. Yeah. So I'm not sure how How fresh they were. Yeah, but the pictures weren't fresh. So investigators, they go downstairs into the basement and they find another mound of dirt under the stairwell. And this is the same kind of dirt that was in the crawl space. Mm Mm-hmm. And it was really unusual because the basement floor had was like all cement. So he must have like grabbed the dirt from the crawl space or some shit. The I don't know. F- just because you put it under dirt doesn't mean you're burying it. There is some like real mental health issues going on here. Apparently. But obviously in the mound of dirt, there was a body. Yeah. That's five so far. Also in the basement, they found another body and a red bucket. Like, oh my God. Like a standard bucket size, like one that you would use for mopping or washing your car or whatever, like a typical household cleaning bucket. Yeah. And when they look in that bucket, they find a skull, but the body that went to that skull was never found, just the head. What the fuck? Yeah. That's seven. Yeah. I was going to my notes literally say, this is now seven bodies. That's seven people. Inside the house. Inside the house. Not even properly fucking buried. Like, like- just laying there just like knickknacks around the place oh my god so like i was saying these women were being abducted and brought into this house and like that lady who jumped out of the window she probably fucking saw the bodies everywhere and was like i gotta get the fuck out of here i'm gonna be another body yeah like the first chance she got she jumped out she would rather die on the ground out there than die in this fucking house yeah at least you'd have a chance oh my god that's so awful holy shit Okay, so investigators are like, yo, we just found seven people in the house. We better check the rest of the goddamn property. So they dig up the yard and they find four more bodies, which brings his official kill count to 11 women. Holy shit. That we actually have physical evidence of anyway. That's insane. I know. The investigators were able to determine that his pattern for murder was to start off having oral sex with the women and then vaginal. And then he would sodomize them. And while that was happening, he would strangle them, ultimately killing them. Oh, fuck. So it was like a sexual pleasure thing. He was able to lure these women in by promising them drugs or alcohol. And naturally, as always, he was very charming Mm -hmm. and disarming. So the women didn't fear him. Oh, my God. I want to know what he looked like. Uh, He looks fucking creepy as shit. Like, he looks like a little beady-eyed twerp. Yeah. Ugh. (laughs) He came across as like their friends, right? Like in that one account, like, come in, use my phone. Let me try to help you with your car. Oh, it's broken. I can't figure it out. Why don't you come in and use my phone? Yeah, yeah. All of these women had also fallen, like, victim to drug abuse and drug use and shit, right? So they were heavily addicted. They were living some rough lives. He would offer them a place to sleep or come in, have a smoke, have a drink, whatever. And so they were just taking anything they could get, thinking, like, oh, man, I'm going to have a place to crash tonight, whatever. Yeah. And then he would do this to them. He's preying on people who are in unfortunate situations. Yes. Okay, so get this shit, right? When the investigators are in the house, in addition to the, like, god-awful smell of the bodies. Yeah. It was clear that this house was not cared for at all. Well, I wouldn't think he's fucking mopping up around (laughs) the bodies. He's like, this one is. My fucking, I don't know, living room ornament and going around. I yeah, know. I don't know. He gets know. out the vacuum and you just push it up against a body. Like <laughs> Motherfucker was not vacuuming, vacuuming anything. I'm you mean he's not talking. taking care of the house? You mean he's not clearing out his rain gutters? Okay, listen. This is why I said that. <laughs> this because is the shocking evidence. <laughs> Sorry. It's <laughs> full of surprises. Newsflash. Yeah. <laughs> he wasn't a very good housekeeper. <laughs> because in addition to the dead bodies, <laughs> mm-hmm. there was shit literally covering everything. Yeah, you want to know what the rats were eating? I know. Ugh. Uh, he also hung fly tape everywhere to try to cut down on the fly issue that was caused by the dead bodies and so there was just like fucking fly tape covered in flies like overflowing in flies everywhere that is a house of horrors because you can't just get rid of fucking dead body flies with some fly tape well and those dead bodies probably had maggots on them oh my god so many which will turn into flies you guessed it metamorphosis (laughs) It's Actually, beautiful. I'm pretty sure that's like butterflies, but you know, I don't know. Whatever, fucking larva, <laughs> pupae. pupae, pupae. Is that what it's called? Pupa, Pupils. Uh, I don't fucking know. Fuck, man. What time is it? I'm tired. Right. <laughs> bug eggs, <laughs> bug babies. Oh my god. Okay, so this motherfucker had I'm to itchy. Just, got, I'm itchy too. I literally can't stop scratching like my neck and face. <laughs> Keep like moving. Oh. Okay, so obviously his house was disgusting. But his ass was just like living in it like it was normal. That's why he smelled so bad every time he went to the goddamn convenience store. Yeah. In the pictures and shit that I saw, he has like a dinner plate sitting at the dinner table and he's just like eating food. And there's just rat shit everywhere. And I'm like, ugh. That's disgusting. He has a cabinet full of food. He was eating and sleeping there. He took his shoes off next to his bed like – Don't walk around with bare feet. There are dead bodies around you. Why are you living in that? You know dead bodies like when they melt and stuff too. It's going to go like into the carpet. It's going to spread out. The carpets were soaked. I'm so glad you said that because that's my next fucking point. The carpets were soaked with decomposition substances that was caused by the dead body. And he was just like living around the mess. I don't think I want to know this. I know. He like. Oh. He wasn't vacuuming. That vacuum would be ruined. You can get a wet vac. Yeah, like a shop vac? Yeah. He wasn't, though, because it was still there. They melted. That's so... Gross. Horrifying. And everybody was like, God damn, it smells around here. Ray Sausage, what the fuck are you doing? And they're like, let's spend hundreds of thousands of dollars to figure out if it's our fucking sewage system. And he's like, no, I just have a fucking graveyard in my house. Literally. Literally. Worse than a graveyard. Like an open fucking tomb. Ugh. Oh my God, these poor women. That's horrifying. Right? I could not imagine seeing that. I know. I can't either. And those women who escaped, they never, in the interviews, they don't talk about what they saw. Yeah, but I can't imagine I would be okay with it. I would be, it would be hard to talk about rape. I would tell strangulation. Everyone. I know, right? Well, we're different. <laughs> These women were like bawling on the stand. Like, you know. They oh, weren't... I would be doing that too. Yeah, but to like come out and be like, no one will help me. Like, I there are dead bodies in there. I just got raped and they tried to strangle me. Like, what? Yeah. I don't know. It just blows my mind. I don't know. If he attempted to rape me and I saw dead bodies though, I think that would be what I led with. Yeah. I saw dead bodies though. Yeah. Yeah, so maybe they weren't, maybe those two in the open or on the living room were like the last to go or something. I yeah, maybe they weren't there yet. I don't know. Okay, mm. but thank God that chick left her underwear in there. Yeah, no shit. Right? Okay, so it's 2009. She's like, I don't want it back. Those carpets were awful. <laughs> yeah, You can keep that. Put it as evidence. <laughs> yeah. So 2009, he's obviously arrested. Well, good. And he's found guilty and given death because all the fuck. Yeah. In his statement he apologized to the victims and or their families. And he told them that this was not typical behavior for him. Yes, it is. Eleven? Eleven women isn't typical behavior for yeah, you? That's a pattern. Like, what the fuck? It's been a couple of years. Thank God they caught your ass. That's a fucking routine. The neighborhood, like, fucking petitioned and fought to tear down his home. Yeah. Because they were like, we don't want that bad juju around what, here. What, are you going to flip that house? <laughs> no, no, no. New carpets aren't going to fucking cover that shit up. No. That's in the floorboards. Yeah, I don't even know what you would do. You'd have to tear it down. Oh my god! They should have a flip that house, like for homes <laughs> that got murdered in. They do. I thought that was just like, is it like, it's like, like a flip decomp- that murder house decomposition? I don't know. I, I never, never thought about it. that though. I thought like, yeah, creepy house, like shit went down, like somebody lived here that got murdered or something. But I never thought about like, like melting that... bodies into the carpet. Yeah, and they just call Stanley Steamer. <laughs> <laughs> Stanley Steamer makes carcass cleaner. Just some (laughs) (laughs) Roto-Rooter. To clear out the fucking drains. Yeah. Oh, my God. Okay. Pretty horrible. Yeah. So they demolished his house, right? And the victim's families, they were like, we want to create a very nice memorial here. And the city was like, tight, let's do that shit. And then they never did it. So it's still just, like, an empty lot, and there's, like, trash in it and shit because, like, the next generation's coming in, and they don't know what the fuck happened there. And they're, like, either being disrespectful or they don't know why, like... No one, even the homes around it, they moved out because they were like, I don't want to live next to this ground. Like, I wouldn't either. Yeah, yeah. That's so some sad. bad fucking omens in there. Yeah. So like I was saying, there's a lot of controversy over how this case was handled, right? With the Cleveland fucking police department. Yeah. A lot of people are saying that if this were an upper middle class neighborhood, they wouldn't have let the smell go on like that as long. Like they would have figured out what the fuck it was. That's fair. But because it was a poorer neighborhood, no one did anything about it. They just like came and checked, said they checked and left. Yeah. Well, in their eyes or whatever, the city can't afford to fix whatever the problem is. So they're just like, bye, whatever. Like we looked at it. Yeah. Can't figure it out. Sucks to suck. It blows my mind. So some of the police issues... Uh, when they interviewed in this it was a vice documentary that i'll link to which i fucking love vice for the record i get sucked into every time i do like theirs uh, they have a whole channel did you know that yeah love the channel <laughs> it got a little too much into like strictly pot shit and i'm like eh, all right whatever it got a lot into strictly pot shit and then like cooking with pot and i'm like yeah 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 that's what, exactly what i'm thinking of where i'm like all right Okay, so the police issues in this documentary, they were severely understaffed. Okay. Like I said, this case served as a catalyst that, like, dealt with the delays in the investigation of sex crimes, especially, like, within Cleveland. I guess there were 4,000 rape kits that had been unprocessed. That's a problem. In Cleveland alone, though. Like, 4,000 in Cleveland. That's too many rapes. That's too many rapes, yes. But yeah, you're right. It is a problem. But I've heard that that's, like, a problem fucking everywhere with rape kits. They're like they're just not tested they have fucking closets full of them why why is it so hard to process a rape kit i don't know you would think it'd just be like put it through the fucking computer and like beep boop bop it was fucking jordan mcpherson yeah I don't know. like this like, guy's that's in our record so weird I hope there's not a jordan mcpherson listening <laughs> i know right <laughs> like i just figured it's like a q-tip that goes in a test tube and then you put that juice in something and it goes beep boop bop yeah yeah i, I don't know i don't know why that's so hard i don't know but people think that my job is a couple of clicks. People probably think that your job is, too. Oh, yeah. Maybe somebody can explain the rape kit issue.
1: <laughs> it's okay. bad.
0: That's that's it explained. It's fucking awful and it needs to be fixed. It's because, you know what it is? I'll get up on my soapbox. It's right. because it's rape. It's rape of women. Like, the majority of it, right? Probably. And no one's bitching about it enough. Everybody's just, like, moving on. I think a lot of people don't know. Yeah. Well, that's another thing if the problem was out in our face all the time of like hey fucking that chick got raped and nothing ever came of it and her shit was never even tested like yeah that's not okay but do you think it'd be the same if it was like a bunch of white males getting raped no, There are all these rape kits everywhere. We'd be fucking testing them so fast. Oh, yeah. Oh, it makes me so mad. But also, I don't have any means to do anything about it. So I'll just bitch about it on my podcast. Right. And everybody will be like, you're dumb. That's not why they're not processed. <laughs> <laughs> and I'll be like, okay, thanks for the lesson. Yeah, <laughs> right. So one of the retired cops that was interviewed in the Vice documentary made this crazy point saying that if these victims were lily white females, a lot more would have been done a lot sooner But because they were poor black women addicted to drugs that they were tossed to the side, which we kind of touched on this already, which is also what we were just talking about with the fucking rape kits, it being female. But like even a step further, it came to race. Like if if this were a bunch of white people, it would have been fucking processed a lot faster. This is what the cop is saying anyway. Yeah. That's so fucked up. It's so fucked up. Like what the hell? Why does that matter? It doesn't matter. Well, it shouldn't matter. And it shouldn't matter to the hospital slash police department. Right? Side note, which I will get into in a future podcast, but I served on a jury and it is insane. Like the beliefs that people have, like one of the questions was, does interracial marriage bother you? I mean, it's two thousand fucking twenty, bitches and we're in a fucking ghetto ass courthouse. Like the courthouse I went to was not this pristine, fancy marble white courthouse. It's like dilapidated, falling apart in the hood. And people raise their hand that they have a problem with that. I literally just learned that someone that I know very well. What the fuck? Yeah. What is wrong with people? She was like, I don't know if it's right with God, but I'm I'm not (laughs) one to judge. I swear to God. Oh, that upsets me. I was just like, "Um, well, you have to understand that they have their own relationship with God and they're going (laughs) to do whatever it is. And this is coming from me. the Fucking atheist, right? Yeah. I don't, I'm, oh, she doesn't know that I'm an atheist. She would literally, like, shit her pants. Really? Yeah. She would 100% not be okay well, with me. Whatever. Fuck that person. I know. Do I know that person? No. Oh, well, okay. I think you met her once. Well, fuck them. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Okay. So moving on to lesser fucking intense shit. A really great point that, like, one of the other retired cops made was she told the story about how one day somebody got her purse stolen and her like sergeant or whatever had seven fucking cop cars out looking for this lady's purse right and they get the guy and they find the purse and then she gives the purse back to the lady who and she was like probably addicted to crack or whatever like addicted to drugs yeah and she said like how much was in your purse and the lady said ten dollars and so the cop goes and talks to her boss and she's like man you had seven of us out here running around for ten dollars and her boss was like, it doesn't matter if it was $10 or a million dollars. She deserves to be able to walk this street and not have her shit stolen. Yeah. Like, it doesn't matter how much it is. And it's such a good point because, I mean, it's easy to be like, well, that's kind of silly. Like, it's just $10, whatever. But it's like your fucking right to not have people jack shit from you. Yeah. It's literally your job. I mean, and that was an o- their own co- – like, herself, she was admitting, like, as a cop, I was like, why did you have seven of us out here for just $10? Yeah. It's crazy. But it's your job. It's your job. It is your job. do your fucking job. Yeah. Oh, okay. So another thing was like they were like, we're severely understaffed. So all these crimes were happening and they wouldn't get more police officers. So each person would be assigned like a ridiculous number of cases to where nobody could actually look at them. So the police offer like an interesting perspective, but also I'm sure there's some bad apples out there. That's true. There's so much more to the story that I did not even tell. I will link to the vice documentary for anybody interested but uh holy fucking shit jesus that was a doozy god damn thanks for bearing with me through it (laughs) (laughs) well uh i can bring us up and then back down you ready yeah let's do it (laughs) (laughs) i'll tell you a little story tell me about it i'll tell you a little ditty about ursula and sabina erickson you poor unfortunate soul I said that earlier. sad, (laughs) but but true. I said that earlier when you're talking about your colic baby. Yeah. And then how fucking full circle is it that there's a name? Ursula involved. Oh, you're right. Anyway. Okay, give it to me. Okay, so Ursula and Sabina were born November 3rd, 1967 in Sweden. In Sweden. I knew you were going to say that. (laughs) You paused just so I could. (laughs) And they had an older brother and sister- So I don't have a whole lot of background about their family life or anything, but these girls are twins. Ooh, identical? Yes. So then Ursula moved to the United States and Sabina moved to Mallow County Cork, Ireland. Oh, what? They split up? They went separate ways? Yeah. Identical twins? I'm pretty sure they're identical. Yeah, but yeah, like they're not Siamese, bitch. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> Literally. <laughs> they have that capability. All right, a little shocking, but I'll take it. Yeah, it's not one of those like, you know, they're they're too dependent on each other's stories. Yeah. Don't worry about it. Okay, they're just sisters. Yeah, they're just sisters. Who shared a womb. A womb. <laughs> so. <laughs> sorry. So Sabina lived with her two children and her partner, Ooh. and now it's 2008, all Okay. Right? and the women are in their late 30s. Ursula visits Sabina in Ireland in May of 2008, and no one knows exactly why, but okay. on Friday, May 16th, in the middle of the night, the two women sneaked out of Sabrina's home and it's believed that they took a ferry to Liverpool, England. When you're an adult, why do you have to sneak out of the house? I think they were just like sneaking out like from her partner and her kids. Because oh. they're at Sabina's house who lives with her fucking kids and her partner. Yeah. And so. No- I didn't know that was an option. Right? (laughs) can i hear that (laughs) i thought that shit was like reserved for teenage years but now i'm thinking like how can i come over to aaron's house and get her to sneak out (laughs) we'll end up the renegade (laughs) right we can totally sneak out as long as i'm home by like two so i can feed my kid again yeah me too same z's that's when the bars close anyway yeah it'll be fine yeah i'll just be fucking (laughs) smashed trying to feed a baby yeah sounds safe Okay, so it's believed that they took a ferry to Liverpool, England, right? Okay. And no one actually came forward from the ferry to say that they saw the girls on there or anything. What year is this? 2008. Don't they have, like, cameras? I don't know, man. Yeah, they got cameras on ferries. Well, they didn't say anything about it on there. Mm-hmm. I will talk about CCTV a little bit later, but it at least wasn't on the ferry. All right. So they're just assuming that this that they took a ferry. Okay. But for the record, a ferry trip from Cork to Liverpool takes about eight hours. God damn. And I tried to look up pricing. <laughs> it's in today's pricing and it's in pounds. So how what is it? What's the number? I want to say it was between like 162 and 257, depending on when you're going to book it. Mm. And so like if we were to escape tonight. Yeah. Like. I think you'd be closer to the two fifty seven. Oh yeah, yeah. That's or do you in think it'd be cheaper because like they're trying to get rid of seats? You know, like hot oh, it sale. could be. I mean, it could be if like you went up to the place and you're like, y'all got any seats? Hang on, ferries. Do you sit? Can uh, you drive onto a ferry? Yeah, you can drive onto a ferry. Hmm. I'm I don't... sure there are seats, but you don't buy a seat. You buy a ticket, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You buy a ticket onto the ferry, and there are seats. They're like pews. <laughs> <laughs> i don't know why that's funny (laughs) i don't either i'm super super giggly right now okay so they get to liverpool at about 8 30 in the morning on saturday may 17th all right that's a fucking big journey to sneak out man if you're sneaking out you got to go down the street and come back yeah right okay eight hours like they're fucking starting a new life oh so they go straight to the police station where they claim that they were afraid for the safety of sabina's children why didn't they take them I have no idea. What? Okay. They just piece the fuck out of there in the middle of the night. First of all, Ursula comes from the United States to visit Sabina in Ireland. And then they were like, Psst, let's go. And then they sneak out. That's so weird. Yeah. And then when they get to England, they're like, hey, my kids might be in trouble. Don't. Oh, my God. I don't know from who. I don't know anything like that. Yeah. But the police contact the Dublin police who are like, all right, we'll go fucking check it out. Right? Yeah. So then at 11.30 in the morning, Ursula and Sabina get on a bus to go to London, Mm -hmm. and they get off the bus at about 1 p.m. when it stopped for a gas at an unscheduled stop, and they started to say, like, they weren't feeling well. Mm -hmm. But the bus driver wouldn't let them back onto the bus because they were allegedly acting erratic and clutching their bags really tight. What the fuck? They wouldn't let the bus driver put their bags back in like the fucking luggage hold or whatever. Like the stowaway? Yeah and so he was like alright well then let me look at your bags to make sure you don't have illegal shit in there. Yeah. And they wouldn't let him and so he's like well then fuck you stay off the bus. Oh right? that's weird. So he left them at this gas station. Oh damn. And the gas station manager knew that they had been left there and apparently she also found them unnerving and suspicious and so she called the police thinking that they had a bomb in their bag. oh my god yeah okay so the police show up but they quickly left because the twins seemed harmless enough and they're like no nah, they're fine they're just hanging Hang out, out. like yeah no big deal all right were they like you gotta get people are getting a little nervous with you around i think they did because the girls started walking okay so they start walking down the median of the m6 highway mm-hmm. which is not a great place to walk and no. it's also not legal no, and they tried to cross the highway. That sounds dangerous, super dangerous. So the police are called, and when they get there, the twins attempt to like fucking run to the other side, right? What the hell? And like to get away from the police? Yeah. Oh. And Sabina was quote grazed by a car. <gasps> yeah, that's not good. I don't know how you get fucking grazed by a car and that's not like m- like whew. murdered yeah 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 like with the mirror knock you oh man fucking that sounds dangerous this shit's on cctv oh yeah does she like spinsies out of it like ta-da you can't really see her get hit by it because it's on the other side like uh. you're looking at the driver's side well, wait this is in london you're looking at the passenger's side uh-huh. and the driver's side is the side that hit her oh shit um and so you it's kind of hard to see. Yeah, you can't really see it, but you see the car like stop, like, what the fuck was that? Oh. And the cars behind them kind of like start to Pile do a little up. backup. Yeah. yeah. To be like, hey man, there's a fucking lady in the street. Yeah, I just grazed somebody. <laughs> yeah. So the police that showed up happened to be filming for the TV show Traffic Cops. Ooh, is that like cops for it, us? Exactly. Ooh. It was also referred to in one article as motorway cops. Ooh. But essentially, it's fucking cops, yeah. right? Yeah, yeah. So they get to the twins and they have them on the side of the road and they're talking to them and everything seems normal. Everything's fine. They're like, yo, what are you doing? Yeah. Like they were chatting, having a cigarette and they're just like, you know, what's going on, right? That's so weird. And then out of the fucking blue, oh? Ursula just takes off <gasps> onto the freeway <gasps> or highway. Yeah. Again. Oh my God. And she runs into the side of a goddamn semi. Like she got hit? Oh Yeah. Oh, yeah. She just ran straight for a fucking semi. Why? Like, on purpose? On purpose. (gasps) Yeah. Oh, my God. That's so sad. Yeah. And this thing is going 56 miles an hour, which is 90 kilometers, B. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my God. Is that on? Uh Uh-huh. Because it's being filmed for traffic cars. Oh, my God. Were they like, what the fuck? Yeah. Well, before they could even really react to that. Yeah. Fucking Sabina runs out onto the freeway. No. And she gets hit by a car no. too. No. No. Mm-hmm. What the fuck? They're off in themselves. Apparently. Think this is some like fucking mental uh you know how like voodoo magic shit where like uh twinsies can like talk to each other in their brain? You think they were like, now? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Something like that. What there was the some hell? fucking there was some fuckery afoot. That's so weird. Yeah, really weird. Were the cops just like, uh Well the cops? Tried to stop the ladies. You can see, like, the confusion and shit where they're like, what the fuck are you doing? Oh, my (laughs) God. They tried to stop the ladies, but they can't. They couldn't at the time. Oh, my God. That's so fucked up on so many levels. One, for everybody who witnessed her just getting splatted by a car. Well, so there wasn't an actual splat. Okay. Ursula, the one that got hit by the fucking semi. Yeah. She had her legs crushed. And Sabina, the one that got hit by the sedan, Mm -hmm. she was knocked unconscious. So did they survive? Yes. Both of them? Well, let me tell you. Okay. But yes, they're both alive. At this moment in our story. At this moment in our story. How the fuck do you get hit by a semi and only crush your legs? She got hit by the side. I don't know what that means. I don't know. She ran into the side of a car. I had a cat run into the side of my car once. Did I ever tell you that? so weird. It knocked my bumper loose. Uh, Did it die? No. Huh. I don't think so. That's how you get grazed. I got yes. She got grazed twice? She got grazed twice. By a semi. Her ass got grazed by a semi. Well, actually, Sabina was grazed. Oh. And then Ursula was grazed by the semi. <laughs> That's not, you don't get grazed by a semi. How the fuck? Well, how did it crush her legs? Like, did it run over her legs? I think so. Yeah. Oh, my God. You're so lucky the cars behind you stopped. Fuck, right? Oh, man. Okay. So, Sabina was unconscious. Yeah. For 15 minutes. Damn. They didn't call paramedics? (laughs) What the fuck? Oh, no, they did. Okay. They did. Paramedics are there. And Ursula is refusing help from them. With her crushed legs? With her crushed legs. How? She can't move or anything. But she's screaming at them, insisting that the paramedics aren't real and that she had seen them before. And so she's like, I've seen you before. You're not a real paramedic. She's fighting them. She's scratching them. That's drugs. She's screaming at them. That's that's drugs. So you say that's drugs. I will tell you now instead of later. Yeah. There was no drugs or alcohol involved in this. What the fuck? None at all. (gasps) Voodoo dolls. Possibly. Wait, (laughs) how are you going to refuse medical attention and not be on drugs when your legs are crushed? Like something's going on. Something's definitely going on. Because Sabina gets up off the ground after being unconscious for 15 minutes. Uh Uh-huh. And the paramedics are trying to, like, get her to stay laying down. Like, yeah, like, hey, bro, you might have just broke your neck. Yeah, like, you're not doing so hot right now. You're probably going to be dizzy when you get up. Yeah. Just chill out here for a second. Do you feel like throwing up? Yeah, right? Your pupils are fucked. <laughs> and she was like, nah, fuck this. It's just just a little tap. <laughs> yeah, it's just a flesh wound. And she gets up and bolts back onto the highway. No. Yes. No. Yes. Does she see that Ursula's, like, cool and screaming about her legs? Yeah. And she's like, fuck it. I'm going again. Yeah. round Sabina. two. <laughs> Jesus Christ. What's wrong with people? Sabina was like, they're going to steal your organs. And that's what she screamed right before she ran back onto the freeway. Stop. I don't mean to laugh, but I'm just thinking of Reno 911 when they're like, <laughs> legalize it. Like, what what is you, your last words? Yeah. And she screamed, they're going to steal your organs. Yeah. Oh, my God. What the hell's going on? So, they're going to steal them. I mean, shit. they are still alive. It's cool. <laughs> They're not going to take them until you're dead. Yeah. Well, there was a lady police officer. Mind you, this is all recorded. Yeah. You can watch all of you this. You can? You can. Have you? Oh, yeah. I'm going to. You will. Uh. It's like the first thing that pops up when you Google their names. Oh, man. Am I going to be able to sleep after watching it? Yeah. The one that I watched more recently, they had it, like, edited to be like, and this is where she gets hit by a fucking semi, so. Uh. And then here she is screaming on the ground. Yeah, and here she is on the ground. Uh. Um. So Sabina is fucking taken off for the freeway again, right? Like, they're going to steal your organs. Going for the freeway. Yeah. There was a lady police officer that was trying to restrain her, but Sabina, like, fucking. Broke free? Kind of, yeah. The lady police officer, like, grabs Sabina's arm, and Sabina's wearing a jacket, and so she, like, strips out of the jacket, does a sweet spin move, and just (laughs) keeps bolting, and the lady police officer was knocked down, and the lady gets up, and it's kind of sad and also kind of funny but the lady police officer gets up and like looks back at the camera and like the other police officers and is like what the fuck man like oh my, what God. do i do like with her arms out like help
1: <laughs> and <laughs> the sabina's the like down.
0: running behind her onto the other <laughs> like over the median to the other side of the freeway what the fuck yeah and so it takes literally six police officers to fucking subdue her and get her Back to a cop car. So she didn't get hit again? No. Oh my God. By this point, I'm sure traffic's at a standstill. Like, what the fuck is going on? Traffic was at a standstill on the side of the highway that they were on. Oh, but but she jumped over the median to go to the other side. And the lady police officer, when she couldn't stop her and after she, like, flagged down to be like, hey, man, is anybody else going to tag in here? Yeah. She, like, waved her arms at the cars to be like, hey, slow down. Yeah. Yeah. Don't fucking come over here. So. It was probably slowed down anyway because you know how traffic is stupid. Yeah, like them all rubbernecks. (laughs) Exactly. And so she did not get hit again. And then they carried her back over the median. They get her into a police car and they handcuff her and sedate her in there. Oh, good. Hey, I didn't know police officers could carry sedation around. Well, the paramedics paramedics are still there. You're right. You're right. Yeah. Either way. So Ursula was airlifted to the hospital with fractured legs. Oh, my God and sabina was taken to the hospital but she wasn't injured and she was maybe brain damage, but we don't know (laughs) it's all internal (laughs) definitely a concussion (laughs) yeah bare minimum she got fucking hit by a sedan 15 minutes unconscious yeah you're not feeling good when you wake up yeah there's some shit wrong yeah also the sedan like you can see her body imprint basically on like the windshield and the not even a broken bone huh no And no drugs. No drugs. It's so weird. And she gets up and fights off a police officer, fucking starts running, and it takes six people to, and they're carrying her. Are you sure there's no drugs? No drugs. That's so weird. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Basalts. Fucking no drugs. (laughs) Okay. So, Sabina's not injured, and she is released from the hospital five hours later after only being charged with punching a police officer. (laughs) And disturbing the peace. <laughs> like, what the fuck? And trespassing on a highway. Stop. Yeah. That's a th- that's an offense? Apparently. Like, that shit is private property. I trespass on that shit all the time. <laughs> in my car. Yeah. Uh. So she was sentenced to one day in custody, but she had spent the night in the police station, so she was let out the next morning. All right, we give you one day. Yeah. Oh, my God. Time served. So I said she was released from the hospital. She was released from the hospital into police custody where they were like, hey, we're going to charge you with fucking punching a cop. (laughs) And loitering. (laughs) And yeah, loitering on the freeway. And so she's released, right? Okay. Surprisingly, she was not real concerned with her sister's well-being or status or anything in the hospital by the way they're like in the middle of nowhere right like it's not like they're home they're Mm -hmm. not at a hotel like what are you doing we're just like uh okay i'll hang out here for a minute let me go to the park
1: exactly
0: yeah they're in a strange place like she has nowhere to go technically that's so weird Mm -hmm. so it should also be mentioned at this point that the police at the scene allegedly talked amongst themselves about giving the women a 136 oh 86 them Yeah, we're going to 86 them from fucking England because they are not doing great here. (laughs) Got a weird reputation. Just get them out. So a 136 is a mental health act that basically says that the police can keep a person who seems mentally unstable until they can have a mental health assessment. Okay, that seems reasonable. Yeah, well, Mm -hmm. they were talking about it on scene and I guess it's on the traffic cop's video Mm -hmm. but it was retracted from the traffic cops video because it's not on it now i think the police asked for it to be retracted because the girls didn't get that oh they didn't follow through yeah they didn't follow through with it and so everyone's like fuck like you knew that that you should have but also you didn't so that's kind of fucked up right okay yeah so they obviously didn't do it because like i said Sabina's released yeah So when Sabina was released from the police station, she was given her possessions in a clear plastic bag, including a laptop and $1,300 cash. Oh, so there was no bomb in her purse. No bomb in her purse. And she's wandering around Stoke-on-Trent, England. Whoa, I thought you were like explaining her demeanor. Yeah, right? Like she was was, stoked on Trent. (laughs) Yeah, I was like, what? I don't know what was with Trent, but he was pretty great. (laughs) But like we were talking about, it's an unfamiliar city. She has nowhere to fucking go. So she's just wandering around. Yeah, she's just wandering around. And she was released at, I think I said, 1130 in the morning. Uh Uh-huh. It's now 7 p.m. She's just walking the streets, and she sees two guys out walking a dog. Uh Uh-huh. And she asks them if they know of any B&Bs nearby. Yeah. Let me get that bed and then that breakfast. Exactly. She's like, y'all got some of that breakfast? Uh Uh-huh. Haven't eaten in a while. Got hit by a sedan back there. (laughs) I'd like to take a nap. <laughs> yeah, she got grazed and then hit. <laughs> Jesus. So the guys were Glenn Hollenscheid, who was 54 years old, and Peter Malloy. Okay. According to Peter, Sabina was acting nervous, mm-hmm. but Glenn was like, doesn't matter to me. She seemed normal. <laughs> she seemed totally cool. Don't go to a B&B. Come to my house. Oh, bad idea. Always a bad idea. Uh, unfortunately, probably for this guy. Well. I forgot his name, Glenn. Peter? Yes, Glenn. Okay. It was Glenn and Peter. but yeah. Glenn was the one with the bright idea. Glenn was the one with the bright idea to bring her back to his house. Uh, She's going to eat your face because for sure that's basalt. <laughs> There's no way. <laughs> She's a goddamn zombie. So Sabina agreed and she goes back to Glenn's house with the two guys. And she was acting really paranoid the whole time. She kept like getting up and looking out the windows That's weird. Yeah. And at one point, she went to smoke a cigarette, and she gave one to each of the guys as well. But before they could light them, she snatched them back from them, saying that they might be poisoned. That's probably what's making her fucking high. Yeah, whatever's poisoned in the cigarettes, probably what's fucking, that's the (laughs) bath Yeah, maybe (laughs) she did them a solid, right? She's like, don't take those. I don't want you to go crazy, too. Yeah, we need some sane motherfuckers around here. So at about 11.30 p.m., Peter Malloy decides to head home, and Sabina stays the night. She apparently was pretty comfortable there because she ended up staying for the entire next day as well. Oh, damn. Which, fucking, he doesn't know you. Yeah. Like, you don't know each other. Yeah. That's so weird to me. This is a bed and breakfast, not a lunch and dinner. (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) What are you doing? Yeah. How can you be so comfortable in a stranger's home? That's so weird. Yeah. Okay. I mean, it's not the weirdest thing she's done, so I guess I'm okay with it. I guess that's true. So around uh, dinner time, yeah, Glenn is making dinner, and he goes... He's to- like, what do you want, stroganoff? <laughs> right. <laughs> he goes over to his neighbor's house, Frank Booth, and he asks him to borrow some tea, because apparently in England, a lack of tea is enough to make a person talk to their fucking neighbors. Yeah, that's like running out of fucking sugar over here, huh? Yeah, I guess. <laughs> Even though I'd still be like, guess this is going to be a salty-ass meal. Yeah. Or go to the store. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I would never go to my neighbor and be like, "Can I borrow some milk?" No, I think in like other neighborhoods it's normal, but not ours. No, or I know my be. neighbors. I know yeah, your neighbors wouldn't. are like on. You're on a mountain though, so there's that. That's true. It's like you gotta fucking hike it. At least a solid two seconds to the next house. That's fair. And And then a lot of stairs because nobody's fucking doors are on house level. No. Floor level. You know. Street level. Yeah. Driveway level. Uh Uh-huh. You know what I'm talking about. All those. (laughs) (laughs) At any rate. So Frank gives Glenn some tea and he's like, good luck, buddy. Yeah. Enjoy your life. Yeah. Enjoy some tea. tea. Then according to Frank, Glenn goes home and then comes back out of his house a minute later or less than a minute later, mm-hmm. staggering out with blood everywhere. Oh, God. Saying she stabbed me. <gasps> Oh, no. Poor Glenn. Yeah. So Frank called the police, and Sabina fucking takes off, right? Oh, Lord. Glenn ends up dying from his stab <gasps> wounds, and allegedly, Frank said that Glenn's last words were, look after my dog for me. Oh my god, that's the saddest part. I know. Of everything that you've said. I know. This whole time. But at least the dog's alive. Oh, Glenn, he seemed so nice. He just wanted to give her some tea. Seriously, the nicest guy in the world. Ugh. Come stay at my house and then stay all day and I'll make you fucking Strugan breakfast off? lunch and <sighs> dinner. Yeah. <laughs> like, that's, what? Yeah. First of all, No. No. Glenn's borderline serial killer over here. Because that's some weird shit to do. Yeah, maybe she was very pretty. I mean, she might be someone's cup of tea. All right, well. She looks pretty severe to me. That's how she I would describe her. Severe? Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. You know when they're like, the headmistress was severe. And you're like, yeah. <laughs> that's kind of what she looks. She okay. was young, though. Like, yeah. she was younger. All right. She wasn't like, I mean, I say that because all headmistresses in my head are Yeah, fucking, old. Yeah, yeah, old ladies. Yeah. So Frank's like, fuck, I got a dog now, right? Yeah. Yay. Yeah. So police are looking for Sabina, and there's a guy named Joshua Grittage. Mm-hmm. I don't know if that's how you say his last name. I crushed it. I feel like I did. Yeah. And he saw Sabina hitting herself in the head with a hammer. What? Well, like, escalated. running down the street, right? Just simultaneously? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> No, really. Yeah, she's like walking down the street slash running down the street, and then they said sporadically, rhythmically hitting herself in the head. That I think is what the sense. article said. That's why I didn't quote it because I was like, that's not how rhythms or sporadic rhythms can't stuff be sporadic. <laughs> no. <laughs> Good God. Yeah, that's weird. So I take it as just occasionally, every once in a while, she was hitting herself in the head with a hammer. Yeah. So she's sporadically, systematically, routinely hitting herself in the head, rhythmically hitting herself in the head, right? Yeah. So Joshua, being a good guy, gets out of his car and he tries to restrain her, but like, she. Stop hitting yourself in the head with a fucking hammer, are you crazy. Yeah. And she reaches into her pocket and she okay. hits him in the head with a roof tile that she had. Just a tile? Yeah. Like. Like one of those terracotta ones? I think so. It's the only kind of roof tile I could imagine. Yeah, because ours over here are super floppy and made of like asphalt and Well, those are shingles. Yeah, so then I was thinking the next thing are the terracotta tiles. Yeah. I don't think they're actually terracotta. I think that's just their color. Hmm. Really? What would they be? I don't know. (laughs) I don't know why. I I guess I never thought about it. I don't know why I need to know what you think (laughs) the material is, but like... Why wouldn't you just think they're terracotta? I don't, because terracotta doesn't seem very sturdy. No, they don't have to be sturdy, though. It's just to keep it off. They seem more sturdy than flappy cardboard and tar. That's fair. That's fair. Touche. I don't know, man. I don't know. But do you think they have terracotta in London? (laughs) (laughs) Oh my God. Doing these late at night are a bad idea. Is a bad idea? It's a real bad idea. Oh, fuck. I'm pretty sure they have terracotta in London. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Good talk. Okay. Uh, we talked it out. So, tile. So. He, oh. She hits him with this tile. Did it hurt? Probably. Okay. Or it could have shattered if it was terracotta. <laughs> Either way, he was like, fuck, all right, whatever. Keep Crazy. fucking hitting yourself then. Why did she just use the hammer? I don't know. She just wanted to stun him. I thought the same thing. Maybe he got the hammer away from her and she was oh. like jokes on you still got this fucking roof tile in my pocket <laughs> it's like the pocket sand but it's pocket tiles uh, so okay all right back to serious because yeah Shit's about to get real yeah okay so so she's running again right yeah. a lot lighter if she doesn't have a hammer and a fucking roof, roof tile. tile yeah and she gets to a bridge uh-oh and she jumps off this bridge <gasps> Was it over water or was it... No, it was over a highway. No, not again. And it's a motherfucking 40-foot bridge. Oh, shit. She ain't gonna survive that. She survived. What the fuck? The basalts. (laughs) It has to be basalts. (laughs) She survived. How? She broke both of her ankles and she fractured her skull. That's it? Yeah. I mean, your skull is pretty serious, but like... Yeah. Did she hit a car or she just land? didn't say if she hit a car or not, but I... Would only imagine that you'd hit the ground and then get hit by a car. Oh my god, I'm just thinking like her feet hit first and then her head went forward and that's probably. how she cracked her skull. Yeah. Oh god damn. But also, it was like almost 8 p.m. when Glenn was stabbed. So there's probably not heavy traffic on this highway. How does one survive a 40 foot jump? Apparently, by putting all the cushion in your ankles. Yeah, that sounds <laughs> awful. That's where the fucking impact zone is. Yeah that's the fucking Ugh, buckle okay. zone or whatever on a car it's oh your ankles Lord. You don't don't do that Ooh, oh oh uh, my god okay carry on what happened okay were they like what the fuck probably <laughs> i would be <laughs> uh. in fact i was when i was reading this i was like what the fuck <laughs> that's so weird so she's invincible right <laughs> pretty much <laughs> yeah She gets arrested for the murder of Glenn. Yeah. And when she was discharged from the hospital on September 11th, she was taken into custody by police. And Ursula was released this same month and goes back to America, like from her fractured legs, right? Yeah, She gets released. She goes back to America. Was she acting normal the whole time in the hospital? I mean, probably. Okay. They didn't say that she wasn't. Yeah. She wasn't trying to stab people or jump off of freeways. Yeah. She was never charged with a crime or anything. She probably could have been charged with the trespassing on a highway. Yeah, she was fucking loitering also. But they only gave Sabina a day for that. (laughs) So she served her time in the hospital, Mm. I guess. Okay. So she's just like, deuces, I'm out. That was crazy shit back there. Yeah. Yeah, going back to America. You're bad for me. Yeah. And so September 1st, 2009, Sabina's trial started, and Sabina pled guilty to manslaughter with diminished responsibility. Oh. She answered no comment to every question. And the video of Sabina and Ursula running into the highway was never shown during the trial. Uh Uh-huh. She was deemed insane at the time of Glenn's murder, but was no longer insane at the time of the trial. How do they know she was insane? There was no drugs or alcohol. Yeah. They're just like, yeah, you must have been out your goddamn mind. Yeah. Or maybe you're just... That was crazy. Yeah. All that shit you did back there. (sighs) Okay, okay. This is weird. So they claim that she was a secondary sufferer of Foley Adieu... Oh, yes. Which is French translating to a madness of two. Okay. Which basically says that her insanity had been transmitted to her by her twin. What? Yeah. So they're only insane together. Uh, Apparently. And they gave it to each other. Yeah. That's not a thing, is it? There's cases like this? I mean, there's this case like this. What? I don't know. I'm still convinced it's basalts and they didn't test for the right thing. Right? But that's like Drano and shit. I'm sure they'd be like, well, there's fucking house cleaner in her pee. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know if there's cases like this before this one, but they have a fucking word for it. Yeah, that's what's like shocking me right now. Yeah, That's so weird. Okay. So she's insane when she's around her. This is the first time it's ever happened, by the way. Yeah. And no one explained like why we were fucking running out into the street. No one explained why they ran out to the street. Fucking the Sabina's partner and kids never came out well i don't know if they did come out and say anything but i couldn't find anywhere where they were like yeah she's fucking crazy sometimes yeah. or anything like that or yeah. like this is totally out of character for her i don't know like what happened to that police report when they were like go check on the kids and they're like yeah yeah yeah, we'll check on them were they like mm-hmm. oh what the fuck bro we just woke up and they're gone i don't know <laughs> so weird so sabina got five years in prison and she was released in 2011 she only got five years yeah oh i guess because she was insane at the time of the murder yeah and she probably changed her name because no one knows where she is. Oh, good. Yeah. Hopefully she's not with fucking Ursula. Hopefully. Evidently they'd be transmitting that shit. <laughs> they got the folly do. <laughs> so... Some people blame the police who were allegedly talking about the 136 that would have put a hold on the twins until their mental state was determined. Yeah. Fucking Mark wouldn't have gotten murdered. Glenn. (laughs) I don't remember anyone's name. Yeah. But Glenn wouldn't have gotten murdered. Exactly. Glenn wouldn't have been murdered. He would have never met her or anything. Like he'd still be hanging out with his dog. I just met you. (laughs) And I'm a little crazy. (laughs) But I'm going to stab you and then fucking hit a guy with a roof tile. Yeah. What the hell? Yeah. That's so weird. Where'd she get that roof tile? You had to get on a roof. I mean, maybe potentially one slid off. I don't know. I, don't I did not say if anyone was missing a roof tile. That's oh, so weird. Also, fun fact: the twins had no history of mental health or criminal records. Oh, good. Yeah. That's so, fucking weird. Basically, they just went absolutely fucking bonkers, and they tried to kill themselves with no explanation other than a transmitted psychosis. And no one knows why Sabina stabbed Glenn. And you should absolutely watch the video of the twins running onto the highway. I'm going to watch it and I'm going to link it. Because it's fucking insane. That's so weird. It's so freaky to That's watch so too. weird. Because it's like literally like out of the blue. And just one of them takes off. And then the other one's like, oh, fuck. Are we now? Okay. We're doing it. And then just goes to. And they're like, what the fuck? That's so. that This has to be. There's no way that it's just like we're fucking next to each other. We made each other insane. I mean, I don't think that's actually a thing. No. I mean. I bid you adieu, get out of here. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever that shit is called. Uh-uh. I bid you adieu. <laughs> and that's why they ran onto the freeway. <laughs> Yeah. So I don't know. I have just as many fucking questions as you do because I've never heard of this shit. I'm a thousand percent sure that shit was drugs and they just didn't know what the fuck to test for. It could have been. I'm a thousand percent. But it was 2008. So? I mean, that's like, that's fucking bath salt, height of bath salt abuse. I feel like that was the height of the bath salts. They were licking, they were licking the bath salts and they were like, ah, I'm all jacked up. You don't all remember up shit. On the salts, so They don't remember that they licked the bass salts. Or they smoked them. I don't know. I don't know. I would have loved to be on that fucking jury, though. Oh <laughs> god, damn. Me too. <laughs> that would have been confusing, though. Would oh, have been hard. Yeah, because I'd be like, you weren't insane. <laughs> uh, yeah, I'd be like, no, but what was it? Yeah, yeah. Because there's got to be something. But, but maybe it was like a, just a fucking sporadic, twinsy thing illness. I don't believe in the twinsy thing. It trips me out. I don't know. I'm not a twin. Alexis, Lauren. Tell us about it. Can you guys not fucking freak out? <laughs> <laughs> can you not fucking kill anyone? Can you be cool, man? But also, can you like, let me know if there's a fucking, if you guys have some telepathic shit going on? They'll never tell us. No, right? I would never tell. I know. I don't think I would either. All I'd right. I'd be like, no, we totally don't. That's so weird. Yeah. I hate that that's how it ends too, though. But like, we know where Ursula is. Yeah, Ursula's in the United States somewhere. Oh, good. And she's cool apparently yeah All right she just like she learned her lesson from getting hit by a fucking semi she's like i don't want to talk about it (laughs) she was just grazed oh my god yeah that's weird isn't it poor glenn poor glenn that one was recommended by our friend tiffany yeah she texted that one and i was like oh i want to google it so hard because you both were like it's so crazy yeah when you said you hadn't heard it, I was like, oh, shit, because I knew immediately when I heard the names, I was like, that's that shit with the video. I legit have never heard it. Where'd you hear it? Um, I don't know. Somewhere deep dive. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> somewhere I got lost. <laughs> yeah. Somehow I saw the video first and then I was like, what the actual fuck is this? And then I totally damn. forgot about it until she texted it. And I was like, oh, I should do that one. Well, fuck. That's crazy. Thanks, yeah. Tiff. Thanks, Tiff. For fucking us up. <laughs> right? Oh, I'm going to be suspicious of every twin right get out of here are you guys in a psychosis right now Mm -hmm. or (laughs) how you feeling you You feel like you can talk to each other or are we cool are you carrying a roof tile in your pocket how's that hammer look (laughs) all right lady yes close this bitch out we have a package to open oh yeah yeah please hold okay this is from april (gasps) yay so for everyone that doesn't want to listen to us open this package you know the drill oh yeah our closer uh you know instagram twitter facebook yeah. isgd podcast yeah uh-huh email podcast at gmail.com please email website <laughs> isgdpodcast.com uh-huh patreon merch links are on there as well oh yeah i'll put the fucking videos up oh yeah the video and the yeah the video both uh-huh. of them two of them p.o box 2764 spring valley california 91979 and that is where i picked up this lovely fucking package oh great segue <laughs> thank you are you ready for this yes this is from april yes i'm so excited you got off you got off it's priority yeah it is this bitch is in a manila envelope Mm-hmm. it's for sure anthrax i'm about to open it don't <laughs> tell me that it's too lumpy to be anthrax all right Ooh. same times i gotta pee this is a bad time <gasps> oh, my God. I know what it is. I know what it is. I know what it is. Oh. oh, I know what it is. Okay. It says, hey, girls, I couldn't leave you lovely beer drinking ladies out of this beer salt thing. So here oh. you go. Love oh. the shit out of you. Love, April. Oh, I'm going to cry. B.S. <laughs> Aaron make sure you share with Stacey. <laughs> yeah, motherfucker. <laughs> yeah, you're going to forget these at my house. Oh, no. Oh, my God. We can have them at the fucking SheShift. I know. I was just about to say that we're lining them up on a shelf and we're going to our beer every time. Oh, my God. You know how some people, like, they fucking pair a beer or whatever with their yes. crime shit? Yes. They're going to be like, today is fucking, let's see what day it is. Yeah, let's see what <laughs> flavors we got. I was like, what are you going to go with? Uh, Ooh, you're strong. Oh, my gosh. Okay. <gasps> Clamato. Oh my, God. my mouth just watered. I literally, literally did too. <laughs> Clamato chili lime salt. Where the fuck do you go to get all these fancy ones? I don't know. It's like Lucas. Lemon lime. Oh, my God. I love Lucas. Yeah, that's what this is for our beer. Pickle punch. Whoa. <laughs> punch in the pickle, bitch. <laughs> Ooh, the little bottles. <laughs> uh, we've Is that got lime, it. Standard lime. A lime and a lemon lime. Okay. bottles. We've tried these before. Mm-hmm. Those, those are, are my the, usual go-tos. Yeah, those are the only ones we've had or I've had. Yeah, a lime. Ooh, my God. I want to eat those because they look like Lucas. Are you allowed to just eat them or are they for your beer strictly? They're for beer. Okay, monster. I love chili lime. lime. Oh, I want that one. <gasps> I want that one so bad. Mango chili. Oh, I want that one too. Ooh, can oh I God, just I taste wanna, like, it? Smell them all. Yeah. I want you to taste this pickle punch one. Okay, do you not like pickles? Well, not like, neither do I. What? what? No, I love pickles. I'm oh, asking, I... do you not like pickles? No, I don't. Guess what? what? Bubble wrap. Cut off. <laughs> <laughs> what kind of monster doesn't like pickles? I don't like anything phallic shaped except hot dogs. It has nothing to do with the shape and everything to do with the flavor. As well she said. (laughs) New look, same great flavor. Great on snacks or by itself. I'm going to put this on so many snacks. Did you just twist? It's mucho fun for your tongue. I don't know.
1: Twist lid
0: to open. Oh my God, my hands are weak. (laughs) Mine are slippery. (laughs) Oh, there we go. I'm just going to peel it. I'm just doing it with my fucking massive-ass thumbnail. Yeah, get it. What are you trying? I'm trying mango chili. (gasps) That's what I want to try. I want to try them all. I don't know why I said it like that. Because. Oh, got it. Yeah, there is. There's a freshness seal. This is like open up a goddamn spice packet. It is like open up a god. It is a spice packet. Oh, my God. I can't. My mouth. (laughs) (laughs) I cannot wait. We need snacks. Okay. Mm. We need beers. Already. Oh my God. My mouth just watered so hard from smelling it. <laughs> oh my God. It tastes like a pickle. Oh, it's so sour. It tastes like a pickle. I need a pickle beer. I can't believe you just licked your finger. I can't either. Oh my God. It tastes like pickle Um, mm. um sunflower seeds. Oh, I like this one. This one is so good. It might be kind of weird in a beer, but I'll do it. This one is really good. You have to try the pickle. Okay. I will. I like Bang, the logo. logo. <laughs> mango chili. Oh, you know what I'm going to do? This. What does this one say? Mm. It says mango chili. <laughs> you can open this shit? Yeah, you pop it off like this. Like this. What are you talking about? Like this. Like what I was little... trying to do. It's not there. What the fuck was <laughs> that? It's Hank. Hank's a dick. Your cats are just licking each other. Yeah, they're gay. <laughs> <laughs> like literally, they love each other. <laughs> oh that was a lot oh oh mango chili is like baby lucas it shouldn't poured so much she doesn't like pickle she doesn't <sighs> like the pickle sauce oh my god oh i heard it go <laughs> <laughs> All um, right, mango chili chili lime yep or Man- a clamato mm, i'll do chili lime first uh the mango chili tastes like baby lucas yeah though. it does mm. that one is really good mm, that brought back some like childhood memories mm-hmm. i'll just fucking pour that shit into my mouth <laughs> yeah right into my mouth whoa oh my god we need to do this with beer next yes maybe that'll be like part of our first video maybe just getting <laughs> smashed trying <and> beer salt <laughs> everyone's like yeah we don't care what the fuck is in your beer i'm
1: gonna Tell try, us try about the murder
0: chili lime oh i have to <gasps> open the freshness seal no i'm doing chili lime bitch Oh, I'm sorry. I'm doing Clamato chili yeah. lime. Mmm. Smells so good. I think this one's going to be my favorite. Okay. Ooh. Here we go. Here we this go. This one smells very tomatoy. Yeah, it's... That's what Clamato is. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's the, the motto part. Mmm. <laughs> mmm. Mmm. Chili lime's where it's at. Mmm. Ooh. Goddamn. The Clamato's actually pretty good. Goddamn. Chili lime is my fave. Okay, let me try clamato. Let me try this chili lime. Oh, it's just called chili lime salt. Chili empiolal. I don't know what I'm <laughs> trying to do there. This one is perfect for mm. your Micheladas, your chiladas, your red beer, or your bloody Marys, Imas. Mm. What are your red beers? I don't know. Mmm. This one tastes like old bay maybe that's why i like it with a splash of lime mm-hmm. this chili lime one's really good too mm. these are fucking titties do we need to taste the lemon and the lime no we know what those taste like okay. i can't wait to put them in my beer. same oh my god thank you april you are a fucking champ you're a goddamn doll you're a goddamn doll yeah, you're a doll. I don't know what you are, but I just looked over and I can see Hank in the shower. So there's that. He's literally laying down in there. <laughs> yeah, he is. What a weirdo. He popped his head up when he heard his name. Like, what? <laughs> okay, well, I think that's everything. Don't you think that's everything? I do think that's everything. We love you all. You're awesome. We love you all. But and you so Especially you, April. Yes. All right, guys. Till next week. Bye. Toodles. 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 toodle Motherfucker. <laughs> And if you're all caught up on our podcast, stay tuned for a promo from True Crime Lab. Hey, 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 hey. Welcome to True Crime Lab, a show from Jay and Rude Boy about true crime. Join us as we cover topics like notable and unknown crimes, serial killers, cults, white-collar crimes, the occult, aliens, the Hamburglar, killer clowns from outer space, haters of Monty Python, the Jay, Irish... Jay! 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 dude with deep dives into stories narratives and thorough research we hope you learn something new about even the most discussed cases we never make fun of the victim or the victim's families but we sure as heck make fun of the criminals because well they deserve it we'll be covering topics each week so you'll always have something fresh to listen to We can be found on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Spreaker, Stitcher, and everywhere else you get your stories. As we traverse this crime-laden world, don't forget to subscribe, rate, and review to let us know what you think about our show. So enter the True Crime Lab with true True friends Friends talking about true True Crime. crime.